0: Welcome to another episode of the Cook, Eat, Nourish podcast with me, Fiona Staunton of Fiona's Food for Life. Today is a podcast all about my six-week menopause cooking course. So if you are a woman who cares about what you eat, you want to cook, you want to learn more, then you need to check out my six-week course I hope you enjoy this episode and please feel free, if you have any questions, just to reach out through my website, fionasfoodforlife.ie. One thing most adults would like to change is the overwhelm from that often thankless task of shopping, preparing and cooking meals for the household. Fiona's Food for Life makes it simple for you to create easy, healthy meals tailored to your budget and with minimum time in the kitchen through cookery demos in real time, Fiona shares her knowledge and tools to help you get organised, inspire you to cook, and empower you to nourish yourself and those around you. So what's different about my six-week menopause cooking course? First of all, let me introduce myself. My name is Fiona Staunton. I trained as a home economics teacher with a degree in education from Trinity. I then went to Malu and I did the Ballymaloo cookery school certificate. Then I work, went to work for Rory O'Connell for a year in Ballymaloo House while I learned so many different things about working in a kitchen. It was a fantastic experience. Following that I set up my own catering business back in Dublin uh, which I ran for a few years before moving to Australia where I lived for about eight years, Fast Track came home, had children, and about seven years ago, I started helping people with a problem around food through my cookery demos. So, I love when someone comes to me with an issue. Perhaps they've been told by a dietitian or a nutritional therapist to eat a certain food or to avoid a certain food, or children have allergies, or one member in the household doesn't like something? And how can you possibly cook something for everyone? I love helping solve that problem. So that's what I do to the cookery demos. Then unfortunately in lockdown in 2020, I was diagnosed with an aggressive form of breast cancer. I'm very lucky that it was caught early. I had a mastectomy and reconstruction and I'm in induced menopause. So that's at 45 menopause, full on overnight, all of the symptoms. Um, I also have to take medication to block the hormones like oestrogen in my body. So HRT most certainly is not an option for me. And as I learned, oestrogen is needed for so many more things than just um, the reproductive system. So I experienced some debilitating symptoms. Uh, for me, I suppose the worst might have been the joint pain, uh, fatigue, insomnia, that vicious fatigue and insomnia, vicious cycle that we had, um, brain fog. You know, it was so difficult Um, at that time. And knowing that I couldn't have, uh, say, a hormone replacement therapy to help me, I took a really deep dive into food to see What could food do to help me, to help alleviate those symptoms? So the menopause transition, which we call perimenopause to menopause and postmenopause. So it's going to affect 50% of the global population directly. But I believe that it affects a lot more people than that because anyone in contact with any woman going through this, this transitional stage will experience um, some of these symptoms as well. So there are 34 different symptoms of perimenopause and rising um, and each individual experiences these differently. It can start in your mid-30s. It's a time when menopausal symptoms like joint pain, fatigue, hot flushes, insomnia, weight gain, loss of libido, mood swings, brain fog, they can all begin. And this is why I developed this course to try and help alleviate some of those symptoms. So in the space of the six weeks, I share every hint, tip, nugget of knowledge my arsenal during this virtual cooking course. Each week will include an online cookery demonstration with a focus on one nutritional aspect with all three to four dishes cooked in real time Plus, new recipes and dietary suggestions aimed at alleviating the stresses of menopause. You will receive a cookery book of over 75 recipes and six weekly meal plans, recipes, shopping tips, as well as links to resources from professionals within that area. To give you a little bit of an introduction into how um, what might be involved in the course, really it's healthy eating for everybody with a bit of an add-on for perimenopause and menopause women. So it's not just suited for people in menopause. So to give you an outline of each of the weeks of the course that I have, the first week is all about eating for brain health. So when I'm talking about eating for brain health, some of the foods that I would look at in week one, eating for brain health, I make a beautiful creamy beetroot soup. It is so easy to make, so nutritious and colourful and filling. I also make a cavolo nero with ginger and garlic. This is fantastic for any seasonal green vegetable. So if you ever go to a farmer's market and you see a locally grown green vegetable and you're unsure how to cook it this recipe is so versatile I also show you how to make a lovely quinoa salad so quinoa is a good source of protein it is a salad that I make which is full of so many nutrients I use fresh herbs and nuts and fruit dried fruit and onions and tomatoes so many different things and this salad will keep fresh in your fridge for a number of days I would also make something like a chia berry compote, a really easy dish to make. I use frozen berries and chia seeds, a really good source of omega-3. This can then be stored in the fridge, served on top of a muesli or a scone or a porridge or as a snack with a Greek yogurt. It really, really is nutritious. The second week, I show you how to make um, sumac chicken. So this is a beautiful roast chicken. So most of the dishes that I make would tend to be plant based. And then I might add some meat or fish, etc., to it. So I'm often asked the question, well, I don't eat eggs or I don't eat meat or whatever it might be. I will always survey my attendees so I know exactly who I'm speaking to. So it could be a person who's cooking for six people might be a person who is cooking for one and they might be vegetarian so it is always very adaptable so on week two We would do the sumac chicken, which is beautiful with red onions and um, pomegranates and pine nuts. I also show you how to make a green smoothie. So that is a really nutritious uh, breakfast or any meal alternative where I will put in three portions of vegetables, usually like a spinach, a kale and a cucumber. And then I will add in some fruit and then I will add in some protein like a, a Greek yogurt or a milk kefir and a beautiful nourishing meal on the go. I'll also show you how to make toasted seeds i always ask the question how can i add more nutrients to the dish that i have so if you do toasted seeds you can have sunflower and pumpkin seeds that are a really good source of many different nutrients and you can just have them in a jar ready to go to be added on top of a soup or a salad or as a snack so many different things that you you can have them with and this week the second week is all about eating for inflammation and joint stiffness and the fourth dish i make that week is a kale salad so it's a beautiful kale marinated with um, lemon juice and extra virgin olive oil and there's a cashew and tahini dressing with it and i often top it with pomegranates and sprouted greens really really nice and tasty and a lovely side to say a main protein dish and will also keep for a couple of days so that's week two. Then on week three, we're doing eating for mood. So I, anyone who knows me, I love fermented foods and I would often run ferment, fermentation workshops. So this week I bring in fermentation. I show you how to make some sauerkraut and kimchi, which is a, a Korean spiced cabbage. Um, I show you how to make milk kefir, which is a super source of probiotics and can be easily made at home. And then I make a milk kefir ice cream, which is an instant ice cream made with frozen bananas and berries. Absolutely delicious. And then I make a red lentil dal. I mean, this is such an easy, tasty, nourishing dish. Lentils are one of the foods that are a really good source of phytoestrogens. These are natural plant compounds that mimic estrogen in your body. So I would always include them in my diet most days lentils are inexpensive sustainable and this dish I serve it more like a soup or a stew it freezes really well it is so nourishing and tasty and easy to make moving on to week four of the course this is all about eating for immunity so in this week I am looking at I make a flat chocolate flaxseed bars. Flaxseeds are another phytoestrogen really good for us, but these bars are so nutritious. They're made of um, dates and nuts and seeds. Oh, it is just absolutely beautiful. I serve them in small slices and it means when you are having a little snack, something with a cup of tea, you are just getting so many different nutrients in the one bite. It is really, really worth a few minutes effort to make it and then you would have it for a few weeks. I also make a really quick pasta dish. So I use a whole grain pasta and I used a smoked Irish trout and some ricotta and herbs and lemon juice and olive oil. It's a no cook sauce, really quick and tasty and easy to make. And I show you how to make a vegan bolognese. So many people love slow cooking dishes. And when I give a recipe for something that can be cooked in a slow cooker, I will also give you variations. It can be cooked on the hob, in the oven, etc and usually these type of dishes can be frozen. So this vegan bolognese uses lentils as well as lots of different vegetables. It can be put on in the slow cooker and it's ready in the evening. It is a beautiful, rich bolognese taste, um, all vegan, and I can serve it on a bed of spiralized courgettes or I might serve it on some type of pasta. You can top it with a Parmesan or a vegan cheese. Another snack I might include that week would be a stuffed date medjool dates are beautiful dates are are a good source of fiber and the medjool dates are the creme de la creme the really um rich soft dates and if you stuff those with a little bit of nut butter and there are so many different variations that is a, a really fantastic snack to have that can be ready in seconds because one of the things so many people come to me on the course is they don't have time to spend in the kitchen so that's a super quick snack that can be made in seconds Week five is eating for heart health, which I feel often is overlooked with with women. Um, And I have a number of different really good sources of uh, evidence based information there that I share with you on that. But in week five, what I cook, one of the dishes I cook is a tuna tartare. Oh, it is so nice. Uh, I get sashimi grade tuna from my fishmonger. You could use a really good quality tin tuna either if you like, and then I have um, a crunchy guacamole. So I have avocado, but in that I have um, celery and fennel and uh, capers and chopped tomatoes and loads of different things all mixed in with a lovely ripe avocado and drizzled with extra virgin olive oil, topped with sesame seeds. Really tasty, lovely dish to have. Then I actually make a dessert that week, which is a labneh cheesecake. Labneh is a strained yogurt, so like it's a strained, like a thick Greek yogurt. I put just a teeniest bit of honey in it. And the base is made up of nuts and dates bound together with a little bit of coconut oil. And then you can top it with whatever you like. So you can put lemon zest in it if you like. During the summer, I'll put lovely raspberries in it or maybe sliced strawberries. During the winter, I'll often put pomegranate seeds in it. That cheesecake is so nutritious, you could have it for breakfast. Then I also have a Spanish chickpea stew, which is a really nice, almost store cupboard dish to make. So I would have roasted peppers and I would have chickpeas, uh, tomatoes, etc. And this recipe actually was featured in the Irish Times for their food month. And the other dish I have that week is a store cupboard muesli. So I make my own muesli because I know exactly what's going to be in it. I can make sure all the nutrients that I need are in it. I can make sure there's no hidden sugars or salts and I can also make sure it has the flavors that I like. So I show you how to do that in terms of flax seeds, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, uh, almonds, goji berries, etc. And you can add all of those things and have muesli ready to go. That can be a meal. It doesn't have to be a breakfast. It could be any meal. I personally love it topped with milk kefir, but you may use any type of um dairy, non-dairy milk that you like, or you could use a Greek yogurt, etc. But that is such a nourishing um, breakfast or quick meal at, at any time. So on to week six, I call week six eating and living for the ultimate health of the whole family. So this is where I bring everything together. For the first five weeks, I very much talk about what to add to your diet what to add to your meals how to increase the nutrients how can you add more nutrients to each dish and the last week then I will talk a little bit more about trying to avoid processed foods things that we might try and avoid to improve our health the dishes that I cooked that week one of them is the oh I absolutely love it it's the edamame pea and mint salad and I'll often add feta to that edamame beans are baby soybeans And soybeans are one of the foods that naturally contain phytoestrogens. So I will buy these in the supermarket, in the larger supermarkets in the freezer section, or in a health food shop in the freezer section or I would order online from a health food shop you may get them in tins or you may get them in tetra packs or you may be able to get them frozen and they are then ready to go when you need them steam them for a couple of minutes steam the peas for even less time mix the two together season well pepper salt olive oil I love to add in some chopped mint and then as I'm serving I'll crumble some feta That salad without the feta will keep for a few days. It is amazing to have perhaps with a piece of fish on day one. The next day you might have it with your lunch and the next day you might have it with a roast chicken. It keeps for a few days. It is so nutritious and it's very um, satisfying. The other dish I'll make is um, some muffins. So I make a whole grain muffin. So I like to make a Ocean raspberry muffins are usually the ones that I make. They are beautiful, um, nourishing, easy to make, and freeze really well so that you can just take them out of the freezer, warm them up, and you have a beautiful, satisfying, nourishing whole grain muffin to have. And the other dish that I make is the aubergine walnut and lentil ragu. So we're getting our phytoestrogens, we're getting our lots of different fibers, our lots of different plant-based chemicals or into our diet and the aim each week would really to try and have 30 different touch points of plant-based foods throughout the week that would include herbs nuts seeds lentils and all of the different vegetables so I'm sure you're hungry at this stage just to let you know I have um usually I, I have a one of these coming up my currently this one has been aired at the beginning of February 2023 and I have one starting on Tuesday the 7th of February all of the sessions are delivered virtually each session is about 90 minutes long I give about a 10 15 minute information section at the beginning and then I cook in real time I do not have things chopped prepared minced etc beforehand I do everything in real time And as I do, I give you all my tips and tricks and hints. There's opportunity for questions and you can see how long it takes each thing to be made. I also, at the end of the session, I talk through that week's meal plan. So these meal plans are not prescriptive. The idea is that I will meet you where you are at. You will add in one change each week. I'll also give a challenge each week but it's an idea to see how a meal plan might work so I would always on the busy day I would have something that's from the freezer or previously made on another day or I'll show you how you might make a quinoa salad one day and you'd have it for lunch the next day and then with your dinner the following day all about trying to make spend as little time in the kitchen be as organized getting as much nutrition in as you can and making all of those right choices um each session i say is recorded you can watch them back you have the ebook and all of the information for a lifetime and the recordings are available for 1 month after the end of the course so there's plenty of time to watch back if for some reason you haven't had the chance to watch back you just email me and i can set you up with a link to uh, to watch all of those so um, if you do have any comments or you know someone who could do with this help in terms of what to eat um, as they approach perimenopause menopause and beyond please uh, let them check out my website fionasfoodforlife.ie and there they will find all of the information and how to enroll in the course it is run at seven thirty p.m irish time um, and lasts 90 minutes and it's over the six weeks so happy cooking i hope you enjoyed today's episode and you got lots of tips and tricks in this short time that we had together Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast on Cook, Eat, Nourish with me, Fiona Staunton of Fiona's Food for Life. I'd really appreciate if you would subscribe, rate and review the podcast to help spread the word. And if you pop over to my website, Fiona's fionasfoodforlife.ie, you'll find lots of recipes, videos, inspiration and upcoming courses. Thanks a million.